But my really key point I want to make is like, it is all about actually doing it. It's all about, you know, uh, learning by, by, by doing uh, and by building products as opposed to trying to get, you know, crack an interview, get the title, read up a lot about it. You know, that, that never worked. Hello and welcome to another episode of How to Product. We've been away for a while, but only to ensure that we come back stronger and what we have for you in the next three episodes is pure gold. How to Product is a podcast series catered to folks looking to learn more about the craft of product management. It's brought to you by PM School and I'm your host, Arjav Jain. In today's episode, we have a product veteran who has successfully built products for the top companies in the world like Google, Facebook and Microsoft. He brings in a wealth of experience and I picked his brain on questions that were top of mind for me and you community members. So sit back and trust me, you're in for a sweet ride. It gives me great joy to introduce today's guest. We have with us Amit Fule, Director of Product Management at Facebook and he currently leads the Facebook Newsfeed product where I'm sure most of us have spent hours of our lives. Before this, he spent over seven years at Google as the head of product for the real-time communication tools like Duo, Hangouts, and Allo. He also started up in the consumer space, uh, which was eventually acquired by Google. He is also a visiting professor of product management at the Haas School of Business at the University of Berkeley, which also happens to be his alma mater. Welcome to the show and thank you so much for joining us, Amit. Thanks, Arja. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Awesome. So I have so much to talk about, so I'm going to dive right into questions. Right. Uh, so you basically you became a product manager before product management was cool. Right. So <laughs> I want to understand from you. So how has the product landscape evolved over the last decade? That's a great question. You know, if if I've gone, I've been doing product management for fifteen plus years now, and I would say the the primary question I used to get early on in my career was hey, what does a product manager do? And, mm-hmm. you know, that was kind of indicative of the um, the nascent um, phase that the function was in. Right. You know, it, it was a role where people weren't sure, you know, how you add value and a lot of commentary and, and uh, literature around this was about what do, you, what do product managers do? Mm-hmm. And here we are, you know, 15 years later, the biggest question I get is how do I bring in product management? So, you know, that transformation has been fascinating to watch. Uh, you're right, you know, it was, uh, you know, uh, it's a pretty hard job right now, not yep. only in India, in the US, and you know, all over the software because uh, there's a lot of interesting things you get to do. But I, I have been pleased to see the transformation from being a really early function, which was kind of not well-defined uh, to something that's, um, you know, a very essential part of how products are built, uh, right. you know, not just in software, but uh, across different industries. So, yeah, there's been a huge change. <laughs> no, I, yeah, so even when I joined, like when I started off my first job, right, uh, which was at Microsoft mm-hmm. as a software engineer, until my first two, three months, I did not know that there is a role uh, like product management. And this was as recent as 2015, right? So uh, yeah. there is there is a lot more awareness now, but yeah, of course, the, the yeah. landscape has changed quite a bit. Yeah, and, and funnily enough, Arjun, there's, you know, I had my first job out of school was at Microsoft and okay. um, it was a campus recruiting job. Um, 
and there was a form i had to fill with like which what role do you want to interview for okay and there were there were like three options there like software engineer uh, program manager you know at microsoft they used yeah. to be called program managers yep and i i actually didn't even know what that meant and so <laughs> i checked software engineer by default so i started my career as a developer uh and then after the first couple of years i realized you know product was my calling this is what i wanted to do so i switched but i i give you that example just to just to show you yes the the there was no awareness right like i had no one to talk to Correct. social networking wasn't there there was nothing to read up on um and then we've come a long way for sure so you you said you spent over 15 years in the space right so uh yeah. this might be a hard question but what has been your one sort of key takeaway as a product manager or a product leader you know i think what <clears throat> one of the key things i have uh tried to do is um really get a diversity of experiences and i think there is something to be said about learning by doing mm-hmm. which is so essential in this craft you can read a lot of advice and there's so much good uh you know books and blogs and people you can follow um who could talk about product yep and it is a lot like art it's less science and i and the reason i say that is you know i can uh, give you advice on that's diametrically opposite that both sounds reasonable let me give you an example like i can i can tell you hey as a product manager you know customer is everything right customer need is everything um and you know it sounds intuitive and i can give you a lot of examples of course on the opposite side i can also say hey never listen to your customers because they actually don't know what they want you know and a lot of innovation does not come you from you know kind of verbal uh, testaments of like customers you really have to uh, innovate and build something that they kind of didn't know they wanted right so you know that's an example of advice that can be on the polar opposites but it still makes sense mm-hmm. and that is why product manager is both so fascinating and also so difficult to get your hands around because it really depends on the context and the only way to become a product manager a good product manager is by doing is by building things in various stages getting that diversity of experience you know building zero to one products working on scaled products and and just like learning you know learning from others mistakes your own mistakes because the more you stay in the theoretical where you get this false sense of i know what product management is right but when when you actually do that's when the uh, rubber meets the road so to speak so my 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 observation my advice like it's really about uh doing and there's this false notion you have to have a product manager title to yeah. do the product kind of work and which is very far from true you know i have seen uh folks from engineering or design or mm-hmm. different disciplines within a company actually sometimes drive a lot of the product strategy and 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 really good product thinking and so it's really comes down to you know less about the title and the role um and how can you actually think through how to build products what to build and if you do that yes the title and the roles will come success will come but my really key point i want to make is like it is all about actually doing it it's all about you know 
learning by 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 doing uh, and by building products as opposed to trying to get you know crack an interview get the title read up a lot about it you know that that never works i mean it it, it sounds good in theory you get yeah. this false sense of learning but really i i encourage everybody to no matter what you're doing everybody is a product builder and just like start building stuff so i resonate a lot with what you just said because how i transitioned into product management was uh so at microsoft uh Uh, over a period of time i realized that hey okay there is this product manager role i think my interests align with it and uh, i went to my pm and i'm like hey uh, i want to be a product manager how do i do that and he said uh, you start thinking like a product manager first start owning mm-hmm. something start delivering start think uh, start building a small let's say pick up one user story deliver on that and then uh, so it was basically product management in practice uh, and that's how i learned product management and then i transitioned uh into product management and i got my uh, like got the title uh, and like you said like in microsoft you have the title as program manager right so i resonate a lot with what you just said because for me it was uh, in practice in the same team that i was in yeah absolutely uh, and that's great to hear yeah, yeah uh so you spoke about mistakes and learning from mistakes right uh if i had to pick on that a little bit and uh, ask you sort of what has been that one mistake that you think uh now that you've looked back on your career and retrospectively analyzed uh that you think that you've made that our listeners can basically learn from and not repeat um great question arjun and I, you know i have so many mistakes i've made i mean i think those have been better teachers than any of the successes but right. you know what are what are the things it, that i learned ha- is around if you're focused on solving a company problem as opposed to a people problem uh, mm-hmm. it never works out well and you know it sounds pretty simple and you know everybody's like yeah that's what's so insightful about that that's pretty obvious yeah but you know it turns out as you get into a role you know start working in a company a lot of times you'll be asked to work on on products or features or even new product ideas that tend to be around an urgency of like where your company has gaps or is lacking or wants to enter a new market mm-hmm. and you get in that mode of you know there's an importance for to this project there's an urgency to the project you get a lot of resources and sometimes you just lose the sight of is this really needed and mm-hmm. like what what problem is it solving and you know i think as a product manager it's like probably the most important thing to do is bring that honesty into whatever your team or company is doing right and i've learned it the hard way that if you are just get carried away it might sound uh, extremely kind of uh, important to you and and right to you but if you don't really think through deeply if this is solving a people problem or not you're not setting up for success and i have examples like you know i built this uh, messaging app called allo at google yeah uh uh-huh. and uh you know it didn't turn out well now i you know i worked on a bunch of other apps that have been uh, decently successful but allo is a great example of you know it it was solving a google problem google wanted to have a messaging play you know it wanted to compete with whatsapp and in the emerging countries and you know there was a lot of kind of momentum behind it we had a team we built interesting things and you know honestly like people were like hey 
so what is this doing uniquely for me mm-hmm. you know why would i use an app like this i already have whatsapp and and it didn't work out well and you know that is a thing that um is always to keep uh, in mind and and really it's upon the product person to to really be bring that honesty into into what you're doing right that's uh it's a great example right allo and i was in fact uh going to mention that like some of the uh google sort of uh, real time communication apps uh, haven't done well and there is this thing in the market where has google figured it out or not yeah. right yeah. with with so many apps uh but do you think this comes in from being more tactical and less strategic or uh you know no i think so I mean, it's a it's a combination of things, right? One, I think, um, success is a lousy teacher, and when you are at a very successful company, and it's I'm not picking on Google, like any successful company, yeah, you you automatically assume that anything that you venture into, because you have such great track record, and because you have so much talent and resources, that you can actually go build it, and they'll come. you know i'll give you example of the amazon phone i mean amazon is one of the amazing you know execution companies yep both tactically and strategically and and you know they tried to build the phone and it didn't work and i think it's a similar example where it was it was it was a a product that people were like why would i use this i already have mm-hmm. a product that satisfies my needs you know why is this unique why is this different right and so you know i think it it comes down to uh, a combination of just losing sight of what you're going to build no matter what your past record has been no matter what strengths you have yeah people don't care when they download your app or buy a product about the pedigree of the people or the company that's building it they're just like hey does this bring something new into my life that i couldn't do before and if the answer is no no matter how good the product is how well built it is it's not going to work you know amazon quickly pivoted and they figured out like if they want to get into hardware you know alexa has a great story about mm-hmm. you know not trying to compete with needs that were have been already met but like trying to build something that people were like oh this is you know you have a place in my living room i have a device that i can talk to that can play music that can do things right and that that's where they found success so as i say like being focused on why would a customer choose you the product for if you don't have utmost clarity around that no matter how good the team and the and the product is it's not going to work awesome that's some great advice for sure right and uh, this is something that i will take back as well uh, not just our listeners uh it's quickly moving on so uh, when you're an early pm you are going to seek mentorship and i think mentorship is something that stays with you as you grow right uh but specifically how do you think early in career pm should leverage product leaders in their respective organizations and what is the right way to interact with them yeah uh, that's a great question so first of all i have this theory that um you know you should not have a single mentor yep you should have have a bunch of mentors call it your like personal board of directors right like if you were <laughs> in a company what is the set of people who will help you i mean i mean think about it like we all have friends mm-hmm. but you know all our friendships are th- there's different kind of value exchanges happens you might have friends who you play a particular sport with correct you know you might have friends who share a particular passion with and so 
you never have one friend who can you know uh, meet all of those kind of different interests that you have in life and i think mentorship works very similar to that so i always tell people if you can find a diverse set of mentors you know from within your company from outside your company mm-hmm. they don't have to always be super senior sometimes people who are like one level ahead might have lot more um uh, uh you know learnings that can be valuable to you at your current stage if you have too much of a seniority gap in your mentorship yeah that also sometimes causes problems right so have have a diverse set of slate of mentors who bring different strengths you know some mentors you might be uh, have for there is a particular skill of theirs that you admire maybe it's their communication and presentation skills and you know and just being very uh, thoughtful about what you want to get out of that how right. you want them to guide you you know so so that's one which is like get a different set of mentors and second look all um mentors are probably busy and 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 you know go through a lot of mentees you know the more senior people are the more reputed they are they, they have a lot of folks that they are advising right be be very prepared you what, what do you want to give take get out of the relationship you know do your homework have very specific questions you know i mentor a lot of folks and the the, the really good ones that stand out are the ones who who bring the a kind of a, almost a case study hey here's the situation here's how i've been thinking about mm. what should i do as opposed to like give me an advice on career like that's such an open ended <laughs> question i'm yeah. like okay yeah. you know so be prepared get get diverse sort of mentors and be willing to give back you know always ask your mentors like hey what can i do for you right no matter how junior or senior you are there's always something you can offer you know can i can i play with your product can i send feedback can i find bugs you know right. there's always something you can do and you know just bringing that also helps so those are my three tips get a get a diverse set of mentors be prepared in your mentoring relationships and offer 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 what you can, what you bring to the table awesome i think that's great advice uh right and that's um like i've also seeked for mentorship from different kind of people and uh like i found this one sort of person i worked with who's just the best at stakeholder management like i haven't seen someone better and mm-hmm. uh, all i seek from that mentorship is how do i deal like i go back to this person and say hey i i'm dealing with this special kind of person now in let's say marketing or sales uh what are some of the tips that you've got for me right just specifically mm-hmm. to deal with this type of person and that's really helped me uh so yeah in some way or the other i think people are doing that but this is great advice uh right this brings me to the ne- next question which is uh and this is questions that people had as well uh that mm-hmm. what do what do you look for in a pm hire on your team like as a leader what are you looking for that's a great question you know i think you know in india we have a term right jugaad <laughs> yeah. i think you know i think it captures uh extremely well what i think um distinguishes some of the people who i see go on and succeed in this role mm-hmm. from the ones or not and you know it really is about uh, jugaad is for you know for those who probably don't know hindi it's like around being resourceful mm-hmm. um you know having a high degree of agency and i think if you look at everything else being equal your product skills your background your education and experience i think the one thing in my my view and one thing that i look for is people who have this extreme uh mindset of taking extreme ownership okay um you know always uh have self starters they have the initiative 
when they see problems they see paths around it or or how to solve those as opposed to playing the kind of the victim yeah. about you know things are not set up well I just i i just think that and that hustle is is what distinguishes and i don't know if it's just product but i think it's probably in every role in 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 you know in life in professional life yeah. where people who just figure a way out to get it done i mean that attitude is is worth so much more than any other expertise you can bring right so basically sense of ownership and a high yeah. bias for action if i had to distill uh, uh, absolutely absolutely right. and and how you respond to problems right like people who uh don't get uh, discouraged because nothing is ever set up perfectly for you you know there's no red carpets in life and then uh, you just have to figure out a way to get it and then that's kind of that you need yeah now this so there's a spin off question that i have to this is mm-hmm. uh, how do you gauge something like this uh in an interview you know i i think this is this is uh again it's not there's no perfect formula there's no right. perfect set of questions that give that exactly i mean i i look at some of the past experiences i look okay. at people's failures more than their successes okay um because i i do think it's very indicative of what they've tried how they tried it what learnings they took from them you know i ask them hypothetical questions around what would you do in this particular situation when, okay. when uh if odds are stacked against you um But yeah it's a it's a combination of things but I have always observed that people who have that attitude it's it starts to show in the way they answer okay. um in in the interviews um I look at reference checks sometimes you know like making sure uh how they've encountered a situation you know meets what they've said so yeah yeah Awesome yeah that's some great advice uh I, there has been a lot of great advices in the conversation that we've had but uh before you leave us if there's sort of some advice that you want to give to our listeners who are trying to break into this role or understand this role better uh what would that be you know um i would say i think i touched upon this a little bit earlier you know focusing more on building products and less on what role what title you have mm. if you're early in your career i think that's that's the key to just um start doing this and start being a product leader in the long run you know i think i talked about this resourcefulness initiative i can spot folks who who'll do good um as pms because you know sometimes they might be in roles that are um you know not uh kind of as high profile within a company but they would still get things done they would still bring some really good ideas and figure out a way to get those built right and so my advice would be like having that mindset and doing that is a lot more important than waiting for some title at perfect situation because if you do that all of those things will follow and arjav you gave it an example of from from your own career um which is very indicative right like you just got to have to figure out a way if you like something how to make it happen right and if you do it often enough that becomes product management and you you know <laughs> you you'll you'll succeed and that's really what it is awesome amit thank you for your time and thank you for joining us here today right this has been nothing short of great uh so yeah thanks thank you so much me. thanks for having me arjo boy oh boy wasn't that great Amit is such a fun person to talk to and I wish that conversation would have never stopped. 
I'm going to go back and listen to the entire episode again and make notes for myself because there's so much to learn and reflect on. Amit spoke about learning by doing and you can experience what a PM does by stepping into the shoes of a product manager with PM School's live program. Check out pmschool.io and apply now. If you liked what you just heard, do follow us on your favorite podcast streaming app and get notified about our next episodes. And also do feel free to give us a shout out on social media. We'll be back with another episode next week and oh you do not want to miss that one for sure. Until then stay curious and stay safe. This is your host Arjav Jain signing off.